I'm Tara. And I'm Ashley. Each week, two movies battle it out in a bracket-style competition to find the ultimate romantic comedy. This is The Trope Report. Hey guys! Welcome back! This week we have Definitely Maybe going up against Just Right. Definitely Maybe is a 7 seed with a 71%. Just Right is a 10 seed with a 47%. How do you feel about this? This is an interesting matchup because neither of them I'm crazy about, neither of them I dislike. So I have seen Definitely Maybe, I haven't seen Just Right before this. Um, I wouldn't always jump to definitely maybe as a rom-com you know I don't know like it is it it's a rom-com but it wouldn't be one that I'm always like I need to throw this on so this is an interesting having that and then also have just Mm -hmm. right which I haven't seen so this definitely was Mm -hmm. interesting yeah I mean I have seen both these movies a long time ago definitely maybe I've maybe seen a couple times in between but I thought it definitely maybe wasn't as good as I remembered it being, this I time think around was better than i remembered it being yes. interesting yeah mm. i mean we'll get into yeah. it as usual we'll get into it yeah you want to start us off with a <sighs> yeah summary? let's do definitely maybe first okay here we go buckle up you must be over this tall to ride this ride because this movie gives me whiplash will aka ryan reynolds is discovering himself in new york city And we get to watch his hopeless romantic self do it. The movie is all from the perspective of present day, where Will is explaining to his daughter how he met her mother. So we flash back to his three main love interests, Emily, April, and Summer. The entire movie, the audience, along with his daughter Maya, aka Abigail Breslin, phenomenal, are trying to solve Mm -hmm. the mystery. Who is Maya's mom? And the even bigger question, who is Will in love with? I mean, this is a hard one to, like, even mm-hmm. synopsize. Like, I know. how are we going to go through it all? So much happens in this movie. It's crazy. I mean, I completely let's get agree. the casting out of the way. Yeah. Everyone's a star. Everyone. We got Abigail Breslin as the kid. Mm-hmm. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. We have Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. He wasn't as big back then. That's what I, I was going to ask you, him. is that, is this, like... This was 2008, so this is kind of, we're just getting him. I mean, now, every turn I look, Ryan Reynolds is standing there. It's a little too much for me at this point, sorry. He seems like a great, great person. Like, I think men are more attracted to Ryan Reynolds than women are. Didn't we take that poll at work? Oh, no, that was with, um, was that with Ryan's? Oh, that was with Chris's. Chris's. Yeah, and everyone's obsessed with, Um, all the guys love Chris Pine. I don't actually find Ryan Reynolds that swoon-worthy. I think he's funny. I think he's great with a like, regular guy. I love Deadpool. Yeah. But I like him as more of like a comedian than like a heartthrob, in my opinion. I completely agree with you. I completely agree. Yeah. I think whereas guys think this was like, this might have been well actually I think his best balance of comedian and heartthrob, if you're gonna call him that, is in the proposal, in my opinion. I was gonna say the proposal. That's yeah. like the height of him. Um, but even then, I'm not like, oh, he's the most attractive guy in the no, world. No, no, of course. I agree with that. So he was good in this, but I wasn't like, I'm in love. His hair always looked a I little weird in love to with me. His, character. his hair was weird. I, I found his character annoying, actually. Well, he was 
obsessed with proposing to people, which I found That's, annoying. I mean, let's. I mean, okay, we'll start. I mean, we'll start. We'll start. Let's get we'll to start. the parts where so, I really. Yeah. So there are parts we're opening. Break. We're opening up, and he receives his divorce papers because, yeah. um, he well. I was literally about to ruin the whole thing and say who's he's getting divorced from. No, we find that at the last five minutes of the movie. Anyway, so we see that he's getting a divorce. And then I do like the opening. He puts on his headphones. That's very He cute. was like, this is the best feeling. When you put your headphones in, you're walking in the streets of New York City. It's the best song ever. Mm-hmm. You're having just like, you know, you're vibing. I totally relate with that. Love that. It was a great song. Just want to say New York City already trope number one. So... Yeah. Then we go and, well, so I do want to say. He goes to pick up his daughter. Yeah. So he goes to pick up his daughter and it's hilarious. First funny moment because. So funny. It's sex education day. And she's like, what does he, does she just go up and say no? She doesn't. So he comes in. Everyone's freaking out. Parents, kids, they're all running around. And, And a fellow parent comes up to him and they were like. They had a sex education class today. And he's like, "Isn't aren't they a little young?" And they're like, "Yeah, everyone's losing their minds." You have kids saying, "Like, tell me the truth. Do your mom have sex?" Oh, yeah. And like all this stuff. Abigail Breslin, she's cool as a cucumber. Well, she's like the coolest character in this movie by far. She's my favorite character in the movie, absolutely. Yeah. And she's like, "I heard my friend was an accident. What does that mean?" So he's like yeah. walking into. Why, oh yeah, because um, she's like, like. But why would two people home. have sex to make a baby? If like, why would they just have sex mm-hmm. if they don't want a baby? And he's just, mm-hmm. you know, obviously he's lost. He doesn't know how to respond. He to He said this things. rehearsing. Yeah. Yeah. She asks if she was an accident. Yeah. And then that's where the question comes up of like, oh, like how did you and my mom meet? Mm-hmm. Um, so then we jump. And she asks yeah. So the story. I love. He's like, I've had three girlfriends. Three serious girlfriends, and I love how she cozies up in her bed with her two stuffed animals. That's so she's cute. so she's cute. Adorable. She's the cutest thing I've ever she's, seen. She's, oh, I love her in this. And he jumps into telling this is the story, but to make mm-hmm. it fun, she's gonna try and guess who the mom is. He's changing the names of the characters, so using fake names, fake names, so she doesn't know. And so she's gonna try and figure out this mystery, and so are we. And so we jump back to what was it, the '80s in Wisconsin or something. New Year's Eve, Wisconsin. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's it. And he's with yeah. his college sweetheart. And mm-hmm. you can see, is that our first look at, like, he's political. He likes that stuff. And they're mm-hmm. celebrating New Year's. But, like, you find out that he will be going to New York to work on a campaign mm-hmm. for Bill Clinton. So yeah. she's like, you're going to change and all this stuff. And... But there, he's like, well, no. She's like, it's it's long distance. Yeah. She's you would see um, she's concerned, but he was like, no, everything's gonna be fine. She's really sweet about it, um, and she gives him a package and says, "I have a friend in New York. Can you deliver this yes. to her?" Yes. Yeah. So keep that in mind. Keep That's that in mind, people. Ignored, people. Mm-hmm. Package so is in, in route. He's working on this campaign. He's at the bottom of the totem pole, mm-hmm. which he was surprised about. He thought he was going to come in right... Well, he thinks he's going to be president. Clinton. Yeah, so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he's missing his girlfriends. Him and all the other, like, people are going out for drinks, and he's calling his girl up, right? And then he meets Hoppy Girl. Hoppy Girl. April. Our first... Hugh April. Yep. And immediately... I, Isla Fisher. 
I love her. She's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. She's fantastic. She's funny. She's cute. She's everything. Love mm-hmm. her so much. And she's immediately... I will say her, her American accent is a little bit weak. Is she not American? You didn't hear that the entire time she was talking? No, like and I always can detect that. So her accent must be brilliant. I was like, what is she talking about? Like, she had, she had a weird accent. Is she not... Are you sure about this? Double check. Australian. Australian. Yeah, she's Australian. You can hear her Australian <gasps> accent like so subtly I'm in all the scenes. I'm shaken up by How this. How did you not notice this? I don't know. I'm shaken up by this. She's always an American. Comes, it almost comes off as like Southern or something. I feel like that's usually American what happens. Australian. Yeah. Yeah. But it was kind of bothering me the whole time. Wow. I'm shocked. So Isla, if you're listening, maybe get an accent coach. Oh my God. Wow. But I do love her. Well, I love her. And so she comes out swinging immediately. You can see she's sassy. She's like, I don't care about these politics. I'm just here because I make good she's, money here. And, like, yeah. everyone's just a phony in politics. Like, he's like, he believes in Bill Clinton so much. He is mm-hmm. obsessed with him. And she's like, no, you shouldn't be obsessed with any of these people because they're all just out for themselves. And he doesn't want to hear it. So they immediately are butting heads from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then... I guess this goes on for a little bit or whatever. He goes about his business, but then we get to the back, circle back to the journal, right? Yeah, so he goes home and he opens up this journal Mm -hmm. and his roommates egging him on and they start Mm -hmm. reading it. And apparently it's Summer and his girlfriend from back home, Emily, had a bit of an affair. Yeah. And Summer's journal is chronicling this little... uh, this little affair that they this had. This little and trust that they had when they were back in, what, college, high little, school? Like a, it was so college, weird, but once you meet Summer. It was like a weird detail. But once you meet Summer, though. you realize, like, okay, that's, like, yeah, her. But now that I'm, like, talking about him, like, it didn't really do anything to move the plot. Yeah, I guess it was just to introduce. I guess, why did it have to be that? Why couldn't she just say, go meet up with my friend that I have in New York City. Why do they have to have this weird sexual book? It was so weird. Yeah, now that you bring that up, that is weird. Um, But can I just say, I love his best friend and roommate. Oh, love him. I thought thought his best friend and roommate was more romantic than Ryan Reynolds. Yes. First of all, we introduce him. Him, all the other interns or whatever they are, are hanging out. And Mm -hmm. um, one of the girls calls this other guy, like, you're unfailingly repugnant. And he's like, I like women who say unfailingly repugnant. Mm, That little side romance was so cute, uh, and you didn't get enough of it. You're right. They should have been the main characters. When they got back from, like, their first date, he's like, I'm in trouble. I'm in love. (gasps) He's like, I want to be the first president, but how do I do that with Sandra Bullock on my arm? Like, he's like, she's so pretty. That she's gonna like hurt my chances, and I was in love with them. Oh God! I was in love with their relationship. I thought they were so adorable. Yeah, much I in my hundred percent better than Ryan Reynolds and mm-hmm. any of his romances. Hundred percent. So basically, he's now like, I'm gonna go drop off this journal at mm-hmm. Summer's house. So an old guy answers the door, and he assumes it's her father. And he's like, yeah, I'm her daddy. So immediately, come on. You know that he's, like, creepy. Ugh. He's in a robe. It's weird. The way he was saying it was really creepy. Yeah. And then we find out he's her thesis advisor. Yeah. Was her professor. Mm-hmm. Who she's like, sleeping with. Yeah. 
it's just a weird this is and he, an inappropriate relationship guys when there is like a level of authority to someone yeah like that's taking advantage of someone yeah like it was creepy to me it was very like, creepy and um he gets him drunk in the middle of the day the guy was just off his rocker you could say but we come to find out that he's some famous writer right like a prolific writer yeah and so she ryan reynolds or will he passes out from drinking and is woken up by summer which she Mm -hmm. also was really inappropriate i mean at the end of the movie i was like okay with her character but I, I was never okay with her during... At the beginning, I'm not on board. Because, yeah. let's just say it, Summer comes back, he hands over the journal, yeah. they chit-chat, on his way out, she kisses him. Yeah. And says, I was just curious. This is your, like, friend from college. And you know boyfriend. that. What are you doing? Yeah, I thought that was like, really that weird. Like, that completely is inappropriate. And she, for all we know, she has not had a drop to drink. So, can't even say, like, she was not getting drunk with that. Yeah. It was just so like not a only weird... are you kissing this man mm-hmm. who you know is dating your old friend, but also he's drunk. Yeah, and also Abigail sides with us. Abigail Breslin also said that she's gonna mm-hmm. run away if Summer ends up being her mom, which I agree. <laughs> I agree. So then we move back to April, and they like run into each other again with the cigarette thing. They're burning down the cigarettes at this the same rate. Scene, it was a actually. really cute scene because she buys the expensive ones, he buys the cheap ones, and mm-hmm. he's like, why would you pay more? And she's like, it lasts so much longer. See, like we'll take the same amount of puffs or whatever. Mm-hmm. They stood outside, hers won. And it was a cute little, I mean, they were getting to know each other. This is a great, this is a great setup because you have them you know, they, they're like, okay, we're going to take the puffs at the same time mm-hmm. for the exact same length. So you have them staring into each other's eyes True. as they're, like, watching each other's lips mm-hmm. to, for, like, these cigarette puffs. So it was a great setup for, like, a romantic, mm-hmm. you know, interaction between them. Agreed. I enjoyed that. And so then she... And this is where I get angry again. <gasps> Why? <laughs> Why? Well, she, she wins the contest and reveals it was her birthday, oh, yeah. right? yeah. And so he's like, oh, let me take you out for your birthday because her boyfriend bailed and is like, can't take her to dinner anymore. Yeah. She takes him to a party instead. And he tells her, oh, I'm proposing to my Well, yeah, I family. was like, come on. Like, you are not even, you're barely doing long distance. It's just because you're mm-hmm. lonely and depressed and you decided to buy a ring and now you're going to propose mm-hmm. for her. Like, he's too much of a hopeless romantic. Like, it's too much. You just kissed her friend, and now true. Well, summer kissed. Summer kissed. Yeah, but he was totally into it. Yeah. Oh yes, totally. But um. But then they. She says, "Practice proposing to me," and he says it like wimpily as first, and it's not good. And then she's like, "No, like you have to get down one knee, do all this stuff, whatever." And he comes back, and I will admit, it was a good proposal, right? Yeah, but I'm like, is he making up these feelings? Because right after this, they well, go over to... Well, wait, before you go into where they go, like, when he was doing his fake proposal, you could see that sparks were flying for her, at least. Like, she was like, wait a minute, mm-hmm. I think I might be crushing on this guy she now. She likes him because he's a romantic. Yeah, yeah so she's, like, you could see the start like, of that. Emily, you're the first thing I think about when I wake yes. up and when I go to bed and, yeah. like, you're always on my mind and all this, which I think is a load of bullshit. <laughs> I think he's pandering. <laughs> yeah. And we're about to get into why. So they go back to her place 
And we get the really nice moment, though, where she explains her books. She has all the Jane Eyre books. That is cute. It was really cute. She's collecting all these Jane Eyre books because her father gifted her a Jane Eyre book when she was younger for her birthday. And it had writing, like an inscription from him on it. And she lost it when the mom sold the house or something. I don't know. And the father passed away now. So she's trying to find this book. Mm -hmm. And so she has this whole collection of Jane Eyre books. Very cute. Mm -hmm. But they're sitting next to each other talking or whatnot and they start making out okay but first it seems like they've been talking like all night Mm -hmm. she's laying her head on his lap immediately you know that you're not in appropriate true situation when you are someone who's about to propose the next day yes oh my god and then yeah and then they make out and he leaves and he's like oh my gosh why did i do that it's like clearly you're not faithful clearly you don't think about emily all the time like you said you do because we know we've been known you've been flirting with her since the copy t- yep. incident totally so you've been flirting with this girl Ugh, it just made me so mad I was so like, we're he, really saying that he's a romantic yeah well he has to walk around all night because he has to sort out his many of feelings and then by the time he gets back to his hotel room he sees emily got to the hotel and is about to take the mm-hmm. elevator so he runs up the stairs trying to beat her back so she's not like why were you out all night but of course emily gets there before him but his best friend saves the freaking day and covers Mm -hmm. for him covers for him yeah the best and so they decide to go on the walk and you can see that they're just like weird coming back together they're kind of like oh like i don't know like they awkwardly hugged and whatnot so then they decide Mm -hmm. to go for a walk in central park and that, this is what I'm also like, what the hell? He's just going to propose as soon as she got there in Central Park, just, like, yeah. randomly? Like, you don't have anything else. I thought you were going to do it at dinner. Why are you doing it immediately? Because you're freaking out that you just kissed someone else. That's and the last reason he, to be proposing to someone. He uses this beautiful, like, um, story about his parents and how yeah, but like, proposed. And it's like, how are you going to use all of this when clearly you don't have the feelings to back it up? Correct. It's, well, it's really he's giving me spiraling. trust issues. He's probably because remember he told he told he told April he's doing it at dinner. He made dinner reservations. Yeah. So the need for him to propose immediately is because he's freaking guilty. Mm -hmm. It's like crazy. So she is like, stop, 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 stop. Don't do this. I slept with your friend Charlie in Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, what the hell? Like, I had this whole plan, this whole path mapped out for myself and for us Kind of, like, not... He's not even mad because I think he's spiraling also, but he's just, like, yeah. things are not going according to plan. to plan. Yeah. Yeah. So he gets messed up. The campaign, campaign ends, right? And April leaves to go travel the world. And the whole time that mm-hmm. April's traveling the world, he she is sending postcards to him of the travels. And so they you could see... They have a writing relationship. Yeah, they are BFFs. They are best friends. They become friends. Yeah. So, now do we go to the 90s or something? I don't know what the time frame was, but we keep jumping in uh, years forward. I was a little lost during the time frame. Yeah. Well, he, okay, well, we see him become more successful yeah. during this time. He starts a, Clinton wins, he starts a consulting firm with his best friend, mm-hmm. and they start getting bigger and bigger clients, so he's representing, like, someone running for governor or something. Mm-hmm. He crosses paths with Summer again. Mm-hmm. When he goes to a, that old guy's talk, yeah. she's still clearly, like, hung up on this old guy. Even so though weird. she's, like, 
he's dating two sophomores now or something. No, like two that. freshmen, which Gross. equal a sophomore. Yeah. That is the grossest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yes. Um, like. What? We had a scandal at school where, like, a professor dated <gasps> a student. Oh, my God. And it's like, that was such a no-no, but it was okay for him to be dating freshmen? Yeah. Literal children? God, that's crazy that happened Sorry. at your school. I didn't hear of anything like that at mine. Um, I don't know, like, what came of it. I, maybe it was rumors. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically... I'm just Basically, the professor guy says, why don't Summer, why don't you write an article for Will's campaign guy, whoever this guy is. And so now they're spending time together, they're hanging out, and they, like, immediately fall in love. We get a montage. Yes. we And I'm just like, this is not the montage that I'm looking for. And it's her, like, singing in the background. It is, like, a cute moment. She's in her, like, I think she's in, like, a red dress. Like, it's very New York, very picturesque. But we didn't say that this was Rachel Wiseman, right? Oh, Yes, this is Rachel and Weisz. Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous phenomenal actress. Nothing against her, mm-hmm. but this character is just not good. So I did like I did like her more the second time around, though. I liked her more the I can't third forgive time her around. for kissing her friend's boyfriend. Yeah, but I was like, wow, she's a talented writer. That's clear. She's a journalist. That's yeah. cool. Like I did appreciate what she brought to the table, but she's clearly like. So the next thing that happens is the professor guy has a heart attack. Mm-hmm. And they rush to his side. Yes. And it's so clear that she's still in love with him. Mm-hmm. Obvious. Like, totally. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like a weird dynamic. So that part I didn't like. Yeah, agreed. So now we're going to the actual well, the big professor, campaign thing, no? Or... So the professor... She wrote the article about the guy, and oh, it came yes. out really well. Yes, yes, yes. And the professor, in his, like, heart attack bed or whatever, <laughs> in his hospital room, <laughs> he's like, I read your article, and you went easy on this candidate, and you didn't do your job, yeah. so you need to go and do your job. So, um... Which respect, she, he's pushing her to be, that, no matter yeah, how toxic that relationship is. Journalist. Like, yeah, she's mm-hmm. becoming a better journalist because of that. And so she's like, so yeah. So that conversation happens. Mm-hmm. And then April's back in town, mm-hmm. and Will is buying an engagement ring for Summer. Yeah. Like, what is wrong crazy. with you? Didn't Insane. Doesn't it seem like they just got together? I don't know. It's like, yeah. everything is crazy with him. He jumps to these it conclusions. fast. Yes. It seemed like a not sta- super stable relationship. Whatever. And he's, he's in love with the, she's and in love April, with the old guy. But like it's so cute. April comes back and she mm-hmm. says, I was on the beach with Paco or whatever making out and I just saw like my life flash before my eyes or whatever she was saying. And she was basically just like in that she didn't say it directly, but she was basically saying, I came back for you. I wanna be she with was you. Like sometimes it's the people that are right in front of you. Yes. She's about to say, and that's you. Yeah. But then he's she, the little uh, lady comes by with the engagement ring box, and she's like, "What's that?" So April storms out of the jewelry shop, and she's like, "You have a girlfriend that you're in love with, and you didn't tell mm-hmm. me about this." And he's like, "You knew I was seeing someone." She's like, "You never told me it was this serious. You never told me you were in love with her." He's like, "I just want you to be happy for me." Mm-hmm. She's like, "I." But am, he has the audacity. Like he's so freaking stuck up his own ass that like he hasn't mm-hmm. noticed that she flew back for him. 
he she's in yeah. love with him they're best friends for years now and he's like just be happy and it breaks my heart because she's like of course I'm gonna be happy for you and hugs him and she's heartbroken also like clearly he kept this to himself yes because he had feelings for April. yes so it's like you're gonna gaslight her and tell her what mm-hmm. that's crazy why would I have told like what a I told you toxic I'm character someone. My sorry God. guys i hated him upon rewatch i'm so sorry yeah i mean you're making me hate it now more i was when i was watching it i was just like it's okay but now that we're inspecting it it's horrible it's horrible okay and then will and well his sorry, daughter what? even jumps in to the present flash forward yeah and she's like yes, dad how did you true. not realize that she came back for you like yeah. his freaking five-year-old daughter has to tell him him and um summer meet up and summer shows him the new article Mm -hmm. he wrote where she exposes his candidate Mm -hmm. and he's like if you publish this i don't think we're gonna make it like like and she's like your campaign will be fine she's like he's like no me and you yeah like we're this is over Mm -hmm. if you publish this and she looks at him silently and he's like you already did it didn't you Mm -hmm. she had already published it his candidate Good for her, honestly. Good for her. And he lost, he lost his company. Yep. He lost his best friend because his best friend was like, "You really fucked it up this time." Yep. By dating her, which that was a little unfair, I thought. Yeah, but he's just mad. We can forgive him because he's so sweet. (laughs) Because he's so sweet, we'll forgive him. Anyway, so they broke up. He lost his job. He's hitting rock bottom. People. April's not talking. Well, is April talking to him? No, April's talking to him. No, April is there for him. And he kind of starts to realize his feelings for her, but mm-hmm. he, she's dating around. Yeah. You know, she's brought up, is it Mark? She's brought up, like, she's casually dating this yeah. Mark guy. I don't remember the name. Um, she, So she throws him a surprise birthday party. And this is where things get a little bit interesting between the two of them. Mm-hmm. So this is when he's, again, is, he's at his rock bottom. He runs outside when they bring out the cake for him. She goes to console him. He's a little bit drunk. And he's like, mm-hmm. I have feelings for you. He tries to kiss her, and she's like, "Why did you wait until like it was now such to do this? a horrible moment to watch? Because mm-hmm. you just know she loves him. He's confessing while he's basically blackout drunk and like sloppy mm-hmm. and at his most depressed and bottom of the barrel. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, "Why didn't you do this when you had your shit together?" And mm-hmm. when she says that to him, he gets so mad at her and says that she should freaking go to rehab. Like, he's so mean to her. Yeah, that was weird. Like, rehab for what? We've never seen her he's have just, any sort of, like, substance abuse uh, problem. Who knows? He's just spitting out nonsense because he he's like, mad. like, really? You're going to tell me that I don't have my shit together when you work this job? Yeah. Blah, blah, it's blah. It's so mean. Which, I mean, I guess it is kind of a shitty thing to say, to be like, well, I don't want you when you're like this, because hopefully your person will yeah. be like, I'll love you through your That's true, ups, your but downs. it is like, it's the worst time to tell her being so drunk. But it felt like he was only telling her because he was at rock bottom and didn't have anyone, mm-hmm. and she was the one thing that he could maybe have as, like, Maybe, guys. but still, it just was like, I don't know, if I was in her position, I feel like I'd be the same. Mm-hmm. Like, you'd just be like, really? Like, after I've been there for you for so many years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, like, now when you're drunk yeah. on the street corner and you left your birthday early that I worked so hard yeah. to put on, like, now you're going to tell me. It's kind of like, yeah, I would be annoyed. So he's, yeah. like, super 
a mess, right? And then, mm-hmm. oh, I wrote, have, I wrote a, a note some... in here. I wrote a note, okay. a side note, and I said, I wish Emily and Summer just weren't in this movie because <laughs> I feel like, or just, like, make them even more minor. It's just, I don't even care what they have to do. Like, I'd rather just see him and April's relationship just, like, go and, like, them figuring out and just have Emily and Summer so minor because I'm not interested when they're on screen. I don't know. It's, like, it always is, like, weird things going... I don't know. And he's just, like... But that's what made it, like, the interesting premise of... It made it a new... Following. It's like How I Met Your Mother. Well, it made it's it... It's like the How I Met Your Mother True. Premise. It made it a new dynamic, a new look at, like... I don't think another yes, How I Met Your Mother show did this, but I don't think another romantic comedy ever did this. Yeah. So fair play to that, but also I was like, but mm-hmm. it just doesn't work, and that's why it hasn't happened again. It just doesn't work for me. Yeah, but anyway, so he, I think a big time jump happens. It's not super clear, but the idea is he got his life back together. Mm-hmm. Um, he finds the copy of Jane Eyre that she's been looking for mm-hmm. with the dedication from her father. He goes to her apartment to give it to her. Oh, I have written down Kevin. 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 Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So Kevin is there. Mm -hmm. I think he's shirtless, maybe. But He's got on the shower or something. I remember him drying his hair off. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds is feeling intimidated. He takes the copy Mm -hmm. and leaves before she even gets back. Doesn't drop off her freaking dead father's Jane Eyre copy. That, I was like, dude, come on. At least leave it there. That's bad. But he just freaking leaves. And one quote by Abigail, which I loved, is she said, Dad, I can't believe you smoked and drank and you were such a slut. (laughs) I loved it. (laughs) It's so true. I mean, he's horrible throughout this whole movie. That's funny. Um, and then he's eating at a cafe, and he runs into Summer, and surprise, she's pregnant. Yeah. Which, this was the only time that I actually, I mean, yes, I liked how she did what she wanted with the article, good for her, but I did like her at this Mm -hmm. moment, because she was just like, I'm pregnant, the guy's not in the picture anymore, I never needed a guy, I got close with you, but, you know, like, that was never me, and I'm doing my thing, and she seems Mm -hmm. so happy, and I'm like, you know what, all right, good for you. I She's like her cool. here. Yeah. I like her by the end, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and Abigail Breslin loses it. She's like, are you kidding me? That's my mom, and I'm, like, yeah. I'm not even your child. <laughs> and she's like, I don't want to hear the end of the story. Like, it's not even, I, I know it's not going to be a happy ending because you're, div- like, you and mom are getting a divorce. Oh, so sad. So sad. Yeah. And so he's like, why don't we get a little snack, go to bed, and we'll pick up the story tomorrow. Yeah. We still want to hear it. Mm-hmm. Now we go to the next day, and they're walking, and they're getting something from the little food truck. Just, they're so mm-hmm. cute, I want to be... And he's continuing the story, yeah. he goes to the baby shower, yes. and Summer's like, um, I have an old friend here that you might want to mm-hmm. see. Boom, it's Emily. Mm-hmm. They hit it off and... right away, and that's when, when they're... They hit it back off, they exchange numbers, they're chatting, and you see that Emily touches Ryan Reynolds' hair a certain way. Mm-hmm. And then that's when Abigail's like, see, I knew it. I knew that that was my mom because she touches your hair that way all the time. And then we see Emily, mm-hmm. the mom, coming to meet them in the park. 
And like, why am I crying? Okay, I was. Elizabeth Banks. It was really. I was sweet. crying in this at the whole ending well, of this. Abigail Breslin is like, anytime I'm scared, mom does that to yeah, me. Yeah. Well, she's the only she reason so why sweet. I cried. She. Yeah. Should get an Oscar. But Emily does seem like a really good mom. Oh yeah. Like, we don't see her much in the movie. But she seems mature. I didn't have anything. Summer annoyed me. I never had a problem with Emily at all throughout the movie. She was doing her thing. She just scoops up her daughter and they seem. And they go to the zoo together. They go to the zoo and they watch the penguins and it's the three of them. And Abigail's like, I love penguins because they mate for life. And I was crying again in this. I'm like, again, I don't want to be watching a romantic comedy and crying because I'm so emotional. That's not what I'm mm-hmm. going for with a romantic comedy. I want a light-hearted movie that I don't have to think about, and it's just so fun. So, I don't know. That was, like... I'm not saying bad movie. I'm just saying I'm not going to be throwing this on all the time, mm-hmm. you know? So, they're crying. I mean, I'm crying <laughs> when they're at the zoo. And then it's just... She wants... Obviously, what kid doesn't want their parents to be together? So you could see she's so upset and, like, trying to get them back together. And she's so hopeful. And then she watches them talk. And she the Emily's about to touch his hair and then doesn't. And that's when Abigail yeah. is like, okay, like, they're not getting back together. And he she runs up to the dad to say goodbye. And he says, I forgot to tell you the ending of the, like, the happy ending. It's you. And I'm crying again. <sighs> so sweet i just don't like this so basically we go and then see him sign his divorce papers he's finally moving on i do want to note his hands looked so feminine in this scene they were so like petite or like when he's handling the divorce papers you you need to go back and rewatch this his hands were so well manicured i've never had such well manicured hands well, he's before. He's a movie star. He's not a lumberjack. Yeah. Well. So anyway, <laughs> he then, um. Does he bring? Oh yes, he brings April the book. He tracks her down. Mm-hmm. He goes to her work, brings her the copy of Jane Eyre, mm-hmm. and obviously April's upset. Yeah. She's like, "How long have you had this for?" And he's like, "A really long time." Mm-hmm. She's like, "You kept this from me. This." memory of my father yes. kept from me all this for time for years for no reason yeah. and so she's mad basically kicks him out mm-hmm. he tells abigail about it abigail breslin mm-hmm. and his daughter is yelling at him and it's like what are you doing that's horrible and then she see like i guess she saw the um like now knows that her name actually is april and she's like why did you change all the names except for her mm-hmm. Which also, um, like, why didn't he, though? Just because he wanted to say her name? Like, I don't get it. Because he loves her. But, like, that's so that's why. why you don't change her name? I found that a yeah. little weird. He couldn't picture her as any other name. But he, literally the mother of his child, he can just quickly change. I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I didn't. That was weird. But obviously everyone knows that he's obsessed with April. So Abigail's like, we have to go back and you have to have... She basically makes the grand romantic gesture mm-hmm. happen. She's like, we need to go to Brooklyn and get her. So they go up and knock on the wall, do the intercom. And she's like, why would you bring your daughter? You know, that's like unfair, basically. Like, you know, like mm-hmm. she's so adorable. She's so adorable. Yeah. 
And I say no to that. But at first you think she's going to say no because they count, they said we'll count to 30 seconds. And they're like mm-hmm. 29 and a half, 29 and three quarter, and then she doesn't come. Well, while they're counting, Abigail Breslin is like, if, if you only told her the story like you told it to me, mm-hmm. she'll understand. Mm-hmm. And we get um, like a flashback up to her apartment where she had been listening and she's gone and we think, oh no, she's not going to mm-hmm. let them in. And then as they're walking away, she storms out, mm-hmm. runs after them, and says, what's the story? Mm-hmm. And then I don't even remember what they say back and forth, but obviously they kiss and go upstairs. Well, basically, Abigail Breslin is like, the story of how he's in love with you. <laughs> and then she's like, well, why don't you guys come in and you can tell me the story? Yeah. And Abigail Breslin goes in first, and like Ryan Reynolds is the last one to walk mm-hmm. in. And then um, Isla Fisher, April, runs back out and jumps in his arms and gives him a big kiss. It is this cute ending, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I would be happy. I know you're saying you need the other dynamics for the story, but I almost felt like minor them out even more and just have Mm -hmm. April. Like, I am just here for him and April, you know? Mm -hmm. But I guess that's the whole point of the story. I also love how at the end he, like, looks up at the sky. I was gonna say, like, I thought that was a weird, stupid thing. Like, what are you praying to God that you, up, like, got this girl after all these years? You fucked up so much. Your daughter yeah, was the only thing that like, could save it. How lucky am I that I got this second chance? That's I, how I saw I it. I guess, maybe. But I will say, he was like, when April was like, why would you do this? Why would you keep this from me all this time? He's like, oh, it's the only thing that I had to, like, remember you by. That's not good enough. She's been writing you letters for years. You're telling me you didn't keep one of those hundred letters that you could have kept to remember her by? That's not a memory of her. That's her father's handwriting. Yeah. That doesn't belong to you. That's selfish. You were using this because you were like, if I ever need an in again, she'll be so appreciative that she'll jump right in my Fuck camp. Will. I hate him. <laughs> I hate him. Fuck Will. <laughs> I really do. I'm getting amped up. Like, I didn't like him. He was... No. Next, let's do just right. <laughs> and there was a moment where he was like, they were like, oh, you, you've got some interns at your office. And he's like, I did think about asking out the intern, but my heart was with April. Why are you thinking about asking out an intern yeah. at your company? You stupid. He is so stupid. You are stupid. a creep. Imagine, imagine when we were interns, if one of our managers mm-hmm. or someone asked us out. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding mm-hmm. me? Get out of here. Ugh. So... Okay. A lot of ups and downs with this, and that's why I said in my synopsis, whiplash people, because sometimes you're like, I love him and April in these moments. They do Mm -hmm. make it so cute. And then you have all these other moments that you're just like, I hate what's Mm -hmm. happening. (sighs) All right. Just right. (laughs) Just right, people. I'm much happier. Yay! Just right. (laughs) All right, we've got Leslie, played by the Queen Latifah. Ah, oh, love She's her. She's a physical therapist living in New Jersey. Okay, nice try. She's kind of, <laughs> <laughs> she's kind of a tomboy and a lifelong Nets fan. Um, every guy she goes out with sees her as just a, just a friend. One night after a Nets game, she runs into Scott McKnight, played by Common, mm-hmm. who was the star point guard for the Nets. Sparks flying, he invites her to his birthday party. Leslie brings her sister Morgan, who wins Scott's heart, and they start dating. Leslie's forced to watch. Scott gets injured. Morgan is out of there. 
Leslie becomes a physical therapist. You're giving everything away. Connection grows. I know. I'm sorry. I've been a much too long. But I was like, how do we get to the point? I was like, when's she going to stop this? Okay, but here's the thing. Like, the key point is that he starts like you, you I have know. To the there's a lot. There's a lot sister. that happens with this. There's a lot that happens, and I'm like, how do you give a summary without give like? You keep it short and sweet and mysterious. Anyway, opening scene. She's a physical therapist. He's a basketball player. <laughs> Done. A match made. You don't need to know anymore. So Queen Latifah, we see her. I called her the queen throughout this whole when I was jotting things down. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I forgot her real name in the movie. Queen Latifah, you see she sets a scene. She lower middle class. She's in like a beat up house or something, right? Her dad's over there fixing things. You just want to see a- that she is, she not rich and famous like mm-hmm. Common's going to be when he comes she's in. She's an average, average everyday girl. Everyday girl just trying to get through life. She's a physical therapist. And she She's got goes a broken down car. She goes yeah, car is so beat up. She goes on a date with like you said in your very long synopsis, she goes on a date with the <laughs> I felt like it was long when I was writing it. She goes I'll on a date that. with a guy and the date is going so well. They are firing it back and like forth all so well. cylinders. And they end the date and he's like Oh, you're so great, but let's just be friends or whatever. She's like, and you could see that this has happened before because yeah. she's just like, mm-hmm, she's yeah, that's like fine. finishing a sentence. Yeah, she's like, yeah, whatever. She's fine. like, I've heard this a million times. Mm-hmm. Um, I can I just say that this movie preyed on every insecurity that I have. Okay, guys. <laughs> what do you mean? Because this is my fear that I'm always seen as a friend. The second fear, so. We'll get we'll get to the second figure after okay. when we get there. Um, so basically, her and her family, huge Nets fans. Her sister's super hot. Her sister's it's wearing her a dress god to the sister? game. God sister. Well, I call her sister throughout. That's too long. Okay. Well, and I like, wrote god sister. The the god sister's parents died. Yeah. So she literally grew up. In yeah, the same they house took as her in. The queen. Yeah, that's the queen. They took her in, <laughs> and basically, the queen comes home. Queen, I can't even say the queen. Queen Latifah comes home, and she, her name's Morgan, is in the living room and has all scrapbook material out, and she's like, this is how I'm going to marry an NBA player. I have a plan, which, mm-hmm. like, I immediately, you know, I fell in love with Morgan. I was like, this is fantastic. She has a whole vision board for how she's going to scoop up. Oh, my goodness. And how did you not be like, I? it's so ridiculous, you can't help but love it. This girl's on a mission. I was like... Why is this bitch wearing a a dress and stilettos for basketball? <laughs> I game? know, I loved it. I thought it was just so funny. <laughs> I loved her character. Well, it's a great dichotomy because yes. you have Queen Latifah at the game. She's in her jersey. Mm-hmm. She's trash talking everyone. Mm-hmm. I was taking notes. I was like, I better write this down for the next <laughs> for the next game. Because her trash talk say- is so good. JC watched this movie with me, I think, only because really? it had some basketball in it. So he decided yeah. to sit down for it. And it was a good thing because he was like, that person's real, that person. There was a lot of real basketball players yeah. in this. I had no idea. The I commentators mean, were real people. Wade. Yeah. I did recognize Dwayne Wade. The only reason I recognized him is because of Gabriel, Gabriel Union, obviously. So that's why I know him. But mm, anyway. Love Gab's Union. Dwight Howard was in it. Okay. I don't know who that is. 
You just said you were glad JC. Well, <laughs> he was pointing things out, but maybe I wasn't. I probably wasn't even listening. To um, him. I wrote down the sick burn Queen Latifah did, where she turns around to the guy behind her and she's like, "Oh, what's that? Obama's on the line and he wants to invest more money on defense." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "I gotta write this down." You're gonna be playing. If I ever go to a basketball game, so yeah, they're at the Nets game and we see that Morgan has a hookup with all. She's Queen Latifah's watching the basketball game. Morgan is watching the wives section because this is her (laughs) wags. This is her um, goal in life, and her friends come up to her at the end of the game and they're like, "We have a connection." We know where Scott's going to be or something like that. We're going to go to a party at Scott McKnight's yeah. after the game. Yeah. So. And Leslie's like, I'm not going to go to that. Yeah. Leslie's too cool. And then we have cool. the greatest meet cute ever. Oh, I love this. So Leslie she, is in her beat up car and she pulls up to the gas station, filling up, and then she's waiting outside. Com- not common. Scott pulls up and he doesn't know how to work the gas tank. He's clearly wealthy, doesn't know what he's doing. It's usually a new chauffeured. car. Brand new car. Yeah. She comes over, shows him how it's done. But First she all, is playing is, it so cool. She that's what I was gonna say. This is how you wish interacting yes. with a celebrity was like. She is the coolest person to ever exist. She's so casual. She's like, well I better get going. Can you even She's imagine like, oh. what you would be like if Dylan O'Brien came in? You would faint. You wouldn't even be I able would, to help him. No, I I wouldn't be able to, yeah. like, string together You'd a be sentence. frozen with fear. And she's like, oh, is that a Joni Mitchell CD? And he's like, yeah, I love Joni Mitchell. <laughs> and she's, like, listing off songs. And she's like, well, I better get going. Wait, no, and before like, that, they, or was it after? Are you about to say the after. red and yeah. blue? and then he he's like. Red and blue? Runs through my veins? Because earlier he oh. said, you know I'm never leaving the Nets to his, like, manager. Red and blue runs through my veins. And then she says, without knowing, obviously, red and blue runs through my veins. And I'm like, connections, people. They have to end up together. They're going to be in love. They have everything in common. He's like, oh, let me get the door for you. And then he's like, you know, I'm having a a birthday party later. Like, you should come by. And I'm like, this is like, whoa. I have written down, I love this movie already. This is my first time watching. Obsessed already. This is like... She's living the dream. This is the dream. Yeah, this is the dream. Yeah. Love it. So basically... I mean, so I have... What? I have some embarrassing stories oh. about NBA players, Oh, actually. no. NBA? Who do you know that's an NBA player? You know, and without giving too much away, I used to live with some NBA players. So I used to live in a dorm with several now NBA players, mm-hmm. right? And... It was a it was a very small dorm. We had a common room on the first floor. It was three. It was literally the size of a house. Mm-hmm. Was the dorm, um, and I was supposed to meet some friends for breakfast, mm-hmm. and I thought it would be so funny for me to come in. Like this was seven a.m. probably, for me to come in rapping, to like oh intro- my like, god, you're so to hype up our we're about to go to brunch. So I come in. I'm singing. Bitch, don't kill my vibe. <laughs> Bitch, don't kill my vibe. Oh, my God. And I turn the corner. Is it my three girlfriends there that I'm going to go to brunch with? No, it's every single one of the basketball players <laughs> from my school, most of which are now in the NBA, looking at me like, is she, like, why did she just come in rapping at the top of her lungs? <laughs> Another embarrassing story. What'd you do? Just turn Lunch around? Time, I... I 
walked on out there. I said, oh, hey, hey guys. And I walked on out. <laughs> like, it, it was literally, it was a really small dorm. So it was like, they would say hi to us around campus okay. if they saw us. Okay. Um, and then another time, I was sitting at a table in the dorm doing homework. One of them comes down and sits with me, right? We're chatting. We're eating. Ooh, like, he wanted to eat, like, me. food. So we were eating, like, snacks together, chatting. So you could have been a wag. <laughs> One of Wait, them is that my wives? Dad. Wives and girlfriends of professional sports players? I don't know. Wagon? <laughs> no. Wives and girlfriends of the NBA? Wagon? Wait. Isn't there a show really called Wags? I don't know what this is. Um, but anyway, Wives and so girlfriends of like, high performance. Profile sportsmen and women. Nailed it. <laughs> okay, go. Okay. So we're like eating our little snacks together. He had like three Lunchables. Hmm. Um, and we're chatting. And he goes to throw away his Lunchable. And three Lunchables and you playing room. in the NBA? That's highly suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> this was his snack before he went to class. Okay. Um,. And these girls <laughs> came over and they were like, oh my gosh, you're like, you're having like a snack with blah, blah, blah. See, I'm confused why you wouldn't try and jump on that. I'm confused why you wouldn't. Well, I'm about to get to how I embarrassed okay. myself. And I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, we're like best friends oh now. Oh my gosh. Guess who didn't leave the room? He just turned the corner. I thought he like went to the kitchen to throw it away. <gasps> nope. There was a trash can right at the corner. He heard all that. Ash, I'm so of uncomfortable like, listening to this. I'm so I'm <laughs> me being like, yeah, yeah, we're best friends now. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> and after that it was just, hey, how's it going? <laughs> he was like, I can never talk to her again. She's obsessed with me. He was probably like, she's like a clout chaser for sure. Yeah. Which is also how it would be if we met celebrities. So, which, we're in like, trouble. that's the only way I probably would date an NBA player. Oh my God, we're in trouble. Is for clout chasing. Yeah. Oh my God. Because, <laughs> what, in, in reality, how much would we have in common with an NBA player? Um, and I also, could make something them, in common to date them. This was, keep in mind, this was them in their most hormonal state. They're 18 years old, mm-hmm. and this is their first. T- taste of fame they're bringing home like multiple girls on each arm yeah okay i'm not trying to catch something (laughs) (laughs) other than baskets (laughs) so good wow those were some good stories and they all have kids that are like five six years old now because they all had kids like (gasps) with students at my school while they were students at my school yeah wow did you want that to be me no, never Ash. I wanted you to lock one down, but then somehow come to our sad place of work, Honestly, meet me, the only ones... and then <laughs> that I can live vicariously through you. The only ones that talk to me, like, aren't even on good teams, so. Like, the ones that I embarrassed myself in front of are, are on good teams, oh but, God. like, there was one that, like, slid into my DMs. He, <gasps> like, I think he's not even in, like, mm. So you would have been, you know, you're just like division. Morgan, and you would have said, bye. Mm-hmm. If you don't like, got the bye. money, I don't want it. You don't play for the Celtics, I don't want it. <laughs> okay, back to this. All right, we're going to cut yeah, most of that. Back to, <laughs> back to this. <laughs> I wanted to tell you those stories. That's, those are good. So, wow, we're still at like the start of the movie. So, um, Queen <laughs> Latifah is getting ready. We basically with, just started. What? Yeah. 
I said we yeah, basically yeah, just true. started. Queen Latifah is getting ready with her um, sister, quotes. And yeah, it's her god sister's tagging along. Yeah, going to the party that she was invited to go to at Scott's. And it was so sad because Queen Latifah's mom comes in and it's like, I wore these diamonds, your grandmother wore these diamond earrings when she met their grandfather and I wore them when I met your father. And now, Morgan, I'm going to give them to you. And Queen, because mm-hmm. she's like, Queen Latifah, you don't, she didn't say Queen Latifah, but, you know, you don't like wearing fancy jewelry. And you could see she's mm-hmm. really upset because she was really yeah. feeling excited about this night that Scott noticed her and was talking to her. Also, like, her whole family is so excited for this party, which is so adorable. Yeah. Her dad is lending them mm-hmm. his car mm-hmm. and he's like, you guys look so pretty. Yeah. They're, They're like, so and, well. but I'm like, this is a lot they keep saying, like, bring yeah. back a husband. I'm like, okay, this is yeah. a little too much, but okay. So they go to the party. Crazy. And Scott mm-hmm. comes up to her right away, and he's like, you look great, and they're yeah. chit-chatting. He, it, he is the center of attention at this party, yes. and he comes up to her to say hi. What a gentleman. And then this is where my second worst fear comes in. Mm. Her sister comes over and is like, oh, my gosh, girl, I got to run like, I'm volunteering at some orphanage and or something. shut up, Morgan. She lying. And instantly. She's lying. Instantly, his attention has gone to her. Mm-hmm. And he's like, can I get your number? This is my worst fear. Yeah. That I'm talking to a guy, or I think something's going well. I feel a spark with someone. Mm-hmm. And as soon as my friend comes over, they're on to her. Don't like, ever think such that's a why, thing, Ash. That's why I can't do double dates, because I'm, like, so scared of them talking afterwards and being like, man, I got the, like, short straw or something. Oh like, this is a fear Ash. of mine. And guess what? It came true for Queen Latifah. Yeah, well, if that's true. If it happens true. with Queen Latifah, it can happen because to any of us. immediate true. Because immediately, Scott mm-hmm. is in love with Morgan, can't stop staring at her, Ugh. is drooling over her. As if they, he didn't have a connection with Queen Latifah yes. five seconds ago. And Morgan's it's like, insane. yeah, Morgan's like, we gotta go. And he's gives, he tries to give his number and she's like, no, I'm sorry. I just, I tried NBA players and I can't do it. Like, she's trying to act so cool. Yeah, she's playing hard to get yeah. it. Yeah, and they leave the party, which is like, Queen Latifah just got there and this is her idol, the Nets. And you're mm-hmm. gonna make her leave that selfish Morgan. Because you want to seem like calm, cool, collected. Yes too good for so this. Like, what this happens crazy. the next day is freaking scott shows up at queen latifah's house mm-hmm. for morgan Ugh. and you could see like the dad well the dad was so cute and excited to meet scott shaking his hand yeah. about to break his hand they come in and the dad like the ongoing thing throughout the movie is the dad's trying to fix up queen latifah's house and can't fix the thing and everything's mm-hmm. broken he's just the cutest and so morgan's upstairs still asleep and they're calling down for her and she has to get ready and she comes down and then she looks marvelous right like five seconds earlier she looks horrible (laughs) dolls herself up because scott's there and scott and morgan basically start dating okay do we get a montage or no Um, i don't think so i mean it kind of just it we know time passes because she got a haircut true and they're like oh it's been three months but also, um, can I just say Queen Latifah has the saddest line when, like, she comes back and he's all over Morgan or whatever and the dad asks about it. She's like, oh, it's okay. All the great guys just want to be my friend. Yes. It's and it's so, so heartbreaking. sad. Um, but, yeah, so three months pass. They're in love. 
they're ready to buy a house together. Morgan and Scott, they're talking. She's like, yes. yeah, we want to have enough room for the kids. Yes. Like, we want to start Which a family like, right away. What the hell? And then he proposes to her. Don't even. Don't even. I know. I know. I mean, his mom, we have to say it, Felicia Rashad from The Cosby mm-hmm. Show. She's a legend, and she's so good in this movie, I think. Yes. She's concerned. Well, she's like, mom always knows and yeah, mom immediately you could morgan is like trying to hug her and kiss her and everything and you could see the mom is kind of standoffish but as soon as she meets queen latifah she knows that she's a good one like mother knows mm-hmm. best and she even talks to uh scott and says aren't you isn't this too fast what's going on here like are you sure about this and he's like no trust me i'm in love with her blah 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 blah, blah. She's different. Mm-hmm. Ugh. But what Ugh. happens next? He gets picked for the All-Star game mm-hmm. for the East Coast. Mm-hmm. And he injures himself, like, trying to score a goal or whatever. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, and... Jason said, tearing your PCL is the worst thing that you could do in your knee or something. Yeah. That is really bad. But also, then they were showing, that's like a... a tendon or something that they tore yeah. but they kept showing like x-rays of a, a bone <laughs> <laughs> that was like broken <laughs> it's like this definitely isn't the torn pcl they're talking about yeah. also i did appreciate that they made common a point guard because it would have been so how unbelievable did you know he that he's a point guard position. i had no clue what was going on with it i was just i said well, to jc it like five, ten i just said <laughs> i just said to jc he's there's no way he could be dunking he's Literally three feet shorter than everyone on the basketball team. Well, normally point guards aren't the ones that. Well, he's dunking so every five accurate. seconds in this movie. It's kind of absurd. Point guards are usually the shortest player on the team. Mm, okay. Because let me tell you again, I've been been around some NBA players. In my life, <laughs> oh my god! And you, they ain't six feet. <laughs> you, you instantly know when you're standing next to one. Interesting. I had no idea. They're like six eight. Like the shortest guy on the team was like six five. No idea. But there are some short point guards i think like there's one that's like five nine in the nba oh my god yeah there can be some short ones so i i was like at least they try to make it a little a bit a little realistic believable yeah okay fair making enough him a point guard well he is signed up for physical therapy for his knee which jc also said you'd most likely have to have surgery but whatever he just needs physical therapy so i assumed he had already had surgery yeah i have no clue like surgery followed by physical Oh, maybe. I thought... Okay, whatever. So, he gets assigned the best physical therapist in the league, and it's this gorgeous, <laughs> stunning... A hottie. Hottie babe that's basically just, like, grinding on him while giving him physical therapy. Mm-hmm. So, Morgan says, absolutely not going to happen. We're having mm-hmm. Leslie come in. Well, Leslie also can do some damage. Don't underestimate Leslie, Morgan. So... But she is, she's not quite as all over him. As no, but I'm just saying she's love still, is in the yeah. future, people. So but then, she's all business. No, yeah. she's all business when she comes in. She gives up her physical therapy job, like takes a leave of absence, she moves takes a leave of absence, in yeah. with Common to do full physical therapy, full everything, take care of him, everything. Mm-hmm. So there's rumors that Scott is not going to be back on the nets, that... Like, he's done his career with this knee injury. Yeah, people were saying 
like they might not sign him next year. Mm-hmm. His career could be over, and Morgan dumps him for it. Leaves the ring. He wakes up, rolls over, rings there. Leaves, her, leaves him a letter. Yeah. Doesn't even break up in person. What a bitch. And they think Leslie knows about it. Leslie doesn't know no. about it. Leslie's so angry at Morgan, confronts her. Morgan's just, you know, ready to move on to the next mm-hmm. guy. She's like, I'm sorry. I want someone that's going to play in the NBA and I'm going to be like a star. Because she was starting to get in newspapers and magazines, which was kind of crazy. Because she's dating like the most famous basketball player. And so she's like, I want more for myself. And Leslie's like, you're a bitch. Like, you're supposed to just love him unconditionally. You just mm. leave him because he heard his name. So... Anyway, Scott, with that, starts spiraling. He's completely depressed. He's, like, not eating, not doing physical therapy. He's laying in bed all day, right? And Leslie finally comes in. She comes in, dumps a bucket of ice on him, and says, get your butt up. We're going to the courts. She brings him down to where he grew up, which they said is the hood, and she brings him to the courts where he is reminded of where he came from because she's a genius Mm -hmm. and you see all the kids playing basketball just goofing around having a good time and he's like how did you know that this was where I always went she was like I told you I'm a fan and yeah yeah, so all the kids run up to her and run up to him and they're like we love you oh my god we can't believe you're here like you got to get better like everyone watch the knee watch the knee and he's inspired, mm-hmm. right? Because he's like, come on, I gotta I gotta step up my physical therapy. I gotta do this for the fans, yeah. for myself. He finds the spark of and you know, why he's doing all here's this. Here's when we get the montage of him training, this getting better. He's boxing. He's doing sit-ups. He's, Queen Latifah is whipping they're him into closer. shape. Yes. They're always together. They're always together. Yeah, they're spending all their time together. They're watching movies together. Mm-hmm. They're listening to music together. We learn his secret hidden talent is playing the piano. Which come He's playing on the piano. cherry on she top. Sits down cherry on top. And starts singing along. Yeah. We get a little taste I from mean, Queen Latifah herself. Love it. They're meant for each other. They work well together. I love it. And this is when oh no, this is not when they almost kiss at the piano. No. This is later. Yeah. We we can say they almost kiss. Yeah. This is all part of kind of the montage in my Yeah, agree. The next real event is he makes a full recovery, mm-hmm. and he plays his first game back in the NBA playing for the Nets. Mm-hmm. And at first, he's kind of struggling. He's losing the ball. And Leslie comes down and gives him a pep talk. She's like, you need to trust your, your leg. Mm-hmm. You need to trust that what we did worked and just go for it. Mm-hmm. And guess what? He kills it. Of course. He does With amazing. With her words. Mm-hmm. And then to celebrate... He shows her that he fixed up her No, it's a whole, the whole thing is so romantic. He finishes the game, runs to his mom, hugs, and then runs to Queen Latifah, hugs, and says, I really, truly, like, owe this all to you. Thank Mm -hmm. you so much from the bottom of my heart. And I owe you, I want to take you out, basically take you out on a date, basically. They get all Mm -hmm. dressed up, and we get trope alert because... She walks down the banister, the staircase, in a full gown, looking fabulous. He's in a tux. That's a total trope Mm -hmm. alert. He takes her to a jazz bar. This is my Mm -hmm. dream. I love a jazz bar. Love a jazz bar. And then when they come out of the jazz bar, before they go back inside, he says, I fixed your car. 
He completely redid the car, but kept the dimple that she loved that reminded her of her grandfather in the side of the car. It is so sweet. And then they kiss, for real, and then they sleep together. We get a little scene of them waking up together in bed. Well, no, she wakes up alone, actually. Does she? He's off on a run. Oh, run. oh yes. Yes, 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 get, yes. Oh, isn't this so romantic? Mm-hmm. She just woke up. She's dancing. She's mm-hmm. she's dancing. She's going downstairs, feeling like a million bucks. Mm-hmm. Probably going to make herself a coffee. But who's at the door? Mm-hmm. Morgan. Knock, knock. Morgan. Knock, knock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Morgan's there. And guess what? She wants to get back together with Scott. Horrible. Horrible. Scott comes and in. so she's he's like he comes back from the run. And what are you doing mm-hmm. here? And she's like, I have commitment problems because I lost both my parents when I was young. Queen Latifah's hearing all this because yep. Queen Latifah is hiding behind the corner. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Oh, okay, maybe we should give this another. He another is considering shot. going back, and he is. He does freaking go back after sleeping with Queen Latifah the night this before. Is- he takes Morgan back. Now, this is the first time this that I'm starting to, to think, Scott, you're a dirty dog. That is yep. disturbing. Yep. And this even JC chimed like, in. I don't know if I can look past this. Yes, JC chimed in. Well, that's kind of fucked up. I agree, JC. That is fucked up. <laughs> I hated that. And they go to sushi, and they're happy. Like, and you can see he's not loving it, but the fact that he. Is trying to even make the effort. They're fully dating again. Yeah, it's effed up. They're full on dating and again. And she... Are you kidding she me? She jumps right back into wedding planning, no? Yeah, she's like, should I book the the Ritz mm-hmm. for... And he's like, like, whoa, I want to take this slow. Hotel. And she goes, well, like, basically, I'm not doing this unless we're getting married. Like, she is so selfish. He's like, no, no, I want to take this slow. Like, I'm just getting back into this. Mm-mm. Anyway, Queen Latifah, she getting call after call because now... She's been headhunted, yes, baby. Sons, Philly, Nets, it's other like teams. It's season. She's getting hunted. Yes. Oh, wait. And, wait. And then Scott is in an interview. Well, you do see... Yeah. That she gets a call from the Nets and she's so excited to be headhunted by them. She gets an offer from the Nets. And then she's like, she but knows she, doesn't she, want to be around she can't take it. Yeah. So he's yeah. in an interview with someone. I don't know. And he realizes halfway through the interview, he gets up. He's like, I'm meant to be with the queen. And the one thing that's a little redeeming with Morgan is that Morgan recognizes this and goes to him. She's in Philly. Like, go get her. Which I was like, fine. Well, he doesn't even say it in the interview. He's just talking about, like, oh, I owe this all to one mm-hmm. Leslie. All this stuff. But Morgan sees it in his eyes. Yes. Like, he's, he's like, storming off the stage to go find her. Yeah. And Morgan's like, the way you just talked about her, you definitely have feelings mm-hmm. for her. Which, like, fair enough. Because I was at the point when I was, I was hating Morgan at this point. So I was like, okay, you've redeemed yourself because you're looking out for your sister, end of the day, and you're like, I'm being selfish, you go get her, you should be with her. I was barely able to look past the fact that he moved so quickly in the very beginning to Morgan. Completely agree. I I hadn't even forgiven him for that, Mm -hmm. where it was like, 
you definitely were leading on Queen Latifah. You invited her to this party and instantly come over and yes. talk to her. You were flirting with her and instantly move on to her sister because she's, yes. what, skinny and hot? Mm-hmm. And I was not even forgiving him for that. Yes. But now that he went back a second time, I just can't get past it. I can't, like, okay, I agree you because realize you have feelings for her. You should have realized it earlier. After all, and you know what I want to say? Like, she was taking care of him the whole time. What was he really doing for her? There was one moment where he, she gets sick and he takes care of her for one night. But otherwise, she mm-hmm. is slaving away, okay, taking care of him nonstop. And then we're expected to believe that he's in love with her and we forgive her. We forgive him for, like, picking Morgan. Do you know what I mean? It's like, what has he... Okay, I was a sucker and I was falling in love with him slightly because he's suave Mm -hmm. he's handsome he's this he's that but like when you do think about it he leads like you're saying leads queen latifah on then picks up morgan because she's hot then she goes so fast like again you know what super fast like ryan reynolds and i'm not here Mm -hmm. for that because he's proposing, and then she leaves him, then he decides to go for Queen Latifah again, and then drops her again. This is whiplash, too. But you know what? They did it in a better way where I wasn't as... Dis- I-, I enjoyed this movie <laughs> more yeah, than I definitely maybe. I didn't as much as Ryan Reynolds, but I was still like, I don't think I could personally look past yeah. that. Well, she even says no, when... Basically- so he comes down to Philly... And she even mm-hmm. says, I don't want to be a plan B, not even for Scott Knight. Like, I'm not going to just take you mm-hmm. back just because you're trying to come down here and swoon me or whatever. But then I guess they got to wrap the movie up. So then they just, he takes, she takes him back. Yeah. And then she calls the Nets and accepts the job offer to be like, okay, I forgive you. Yeah. And I just, I wanted him to sacrifice a little more to get back with her. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I did like, make if note you're of that. Mess up that big mm-hmm. you better work your ass off to get her back. it was a little bit of a sloppy ending because yeah he just decides that the last i mean a lot of romantic comedies at the last second they swoop in and have the grand romantic gesture but there was not enough like redemption or something there was not enough i don't know leading up to it he was literally with morgan yesterday and how did you she how did Queen Latifah even know that he like left Morgan? Cause last that she heard, they were together. And she was planning a wedding. Maybe she just assumed. Yeah. Both of these movies have some holes in them. Yeah. I'm not completely I totally enjoyed Just Right more. And I would more likely throw Just Right on. It was fun. Mm -hmm. I was giddy at some points. I was, you know what I mean? It it took me for a ride. Definitely Mm -hmm. maybe was more of a chore to watch. Not that it's a bad movie, but it was just a lot. Um, And I didn't like a lot of things. So, okay, let's get into the numbers, right? Um, There was a fun cameo in Just Right. What? In one of the basketball games they pan over and john legend is an extra oh yeah i did see that i did that was the yeah. one person that and i john noticed legend so. and common make music together people so yeah. i guess besties stick together mm-hmm. <laughs> that was funny i noticed that i was also kind of thinking 
should we make all basketball players actors? Like, this was another movie that we... Like, first we had LeBron James and Trainwreck. I will great. never this one, get over how good LeBron James was in that. This time we had Dwayne Wade playing the supportive best friend. True. Um, They're more than then, just sports if, players, people. They're more than that. They're comedians. We had Space Jam, more basketball mm-hmm. players acting. Mm-hmm. This week in the news, I don't know if you know Jimmy Butler. No. He got into character <laughs> as an emo person. Mm, okay. And he did a whole bit for a whole news conference. Like, I know Tristan conference. Thompson's on the Kardashians. <laughs> and that's probably acting too, guys. <laughs> oh, All these basketball he's players for are sure actors. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get into the numbers. Tropes. Definitely maybe. Trope, 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 trope. Definitely maybe for tropes I have. I have a seven. I'm going in at a seven. For tropes I have New York City. Yes. I have the one who got away. And then I have, I don't know, like, I think this is called like turning tables where it's like you keep missing your opportunity to, to be with someone. I said timing. Like when yeah. when he goes to profess his love, she's in a relationship mm-hmm. and then vice versa and it keeps happening. So that kind of turning tables thing happens. That's what I said. I said, I mean, they are opposites. So I said opposites attract, I guess, although that's kind of like a, eh. They're really not that opposite. I guess, so, well, the I big thought. thing was, I think they tried to make it seem like they were opposite because of their political they views. They, like, butt heads at the very beginning, yeah. but it never really comes back up. Yeah, that's true. But I, I said uh, New York. I said always the friend and timing. They I did guess friends to lovers. Yeah, and they did kind cool. of have a romantic gesture, even though I don't think that it is. Like they tried to make a little thing at the end when they're counting down and they're like, tell mm-hmm. her the story, but it was really it's not even really it wasn't from him. Like it was Abigail Breslin really carrying that. So I don't even know if I can yeah. count that. So I said seven, I six or seven. But I yeah, I could do six and a half. Six and a yeah, half, okay. I'm good with Let's that. Do six and a half for definitely maybe yeah. for just right tropes i have rags to riches yeah like well i said like yeah i said rich and poor you know like opposites whatever Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. new york city again backstabbing friend (gasps) yeah new york city again which so in this movie it was the new jersey nets aren't they the brooklyn nets now yeah jc told me that they changed a couple years ago yeah i don't know but they're in new york city for the most part okay I was like, is this New York or New Jersey? Well, she lives in Jersey, but he's in New York. He's right off of, I thought, Central Park. Okay. I don't know. So, yeah, poor girl, rich guy type of thing, or whatever. You know, rich guy falls for, like, the poor, like, ugly girl type thing, even Mm -hmm. though she's gorgeous. But anyway. Yeah. And then also, like, she's, like, nursing someone back to health. You fall in love with your, like, not captor, but, like... I put forced to spend time together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, the like only, he's falling in love because she's always there, right? But also, like, yeah. she's nursing him. So it's kind of like, mm. I don't know, some weird little thing there. I feel like it's hotter when it's in, like, a war film. Oh, like... completely. Completely, yeah. Oh, he's fallen in battle. Yeah. And she must nurse <laughs> This is, he's just a basketball Instead player and, like, twisted his injury. leg. Yeah. Um, we have that she's coming down the staircase with the dress. That's a trope mm-hmm. thing. Um, we have the montage of him getting uh, back into shape. 
mm-hmm. again, a poor both poor romantic gestures. They went half-assed with the romantic gestures at the end. He just shows up in Philly, and then Ryan Reynolds just shows up at her door. They were all right. We have, we have meat cutes for both of them. This one definitely this is one a, meet a better cute. meet cute. Yeah, definitely. Like the meeting at the gas station, her like they just have all the same. This was ideal. This was really an cute. ideal meet cute. Yeah, so we definitely have to rank it. Well, I had this. Higher than definitely I said this as an eight and a half. I felt like there was a decent amount of just cliches That's, happening. That might be true. I'm willing to go to an eight, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I feel like there was a lot of just cheesy, tropey things. I'd say an eight. Okay. I'll do an eight. All right, quality. Definitely maybe quality. Honestly, it is a pretty good quality. Film. Well. Like, everyone was acting their butts off. Yeah. Yes, that's um, true. You have Abigail Breslin. Yeah. Absolutely killing it. Like, she automatically brings up the score. I did say. I think it was well shot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they put a lot of effort into, like, the script, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying this isn't... I think this is a quality movie. I just don't think this is a rom-com that I would throw on all the time. But but I would say it's quality. That's a different... I feel like that's a different category. Yeah. No, yeah, agreed. I'm just saying quality. quality, I'm I'm saying eight and a half. I wrote eight and a half as well. Let's do eight and a half. Okay, just right. Just right. I mean, you've got some legendary actors. Yeah, I think this I mean, is quality Common, too. Common isn't almost has an egot. Common has an ego, mm-hmm. an Emmy, a Grammy, and an Oscar. Mm-hmm. If he did more Broadway, he'd be an egot. Are you kidding me? Also, James Pickens Jr., who's on Grey's Anatomy. I mean, he's iconic. So, uh, a very I good. Seen Grey's oh my God, that's shocking that I didn't know that about you. Um. Great cast again. I I, mean, I think Ian Greer is the godmother who's like seventies icon. Yeah. So uh, this is high too. There were some moments where I was like, the lines are kind of cheesy. It was more of a cheesy lines feel. Are kind of, yeah, it was a little bit more cheesy. So I'd say seven and a half, maybe. I could see that. I mean, I went through more of emotions and definitely maybe. And this felt a little mm-hmm. more cheesy. Nothing wrong with that. But if we're ranking quality. This is the quality category. Yeah. I think. Okay. I'm good with a seven and a half. Okay. Okay. Lightheartedness. Definitely maybe. I mean, this was not lighthearted. This yeah. was some heavy stuff. I mean, heavy stuff. He's getting I mean, divorced. have a divorce. Yes. He's depressed. He's telling about like all the years that he's a mess and is depressed. He missed mm-hmm. the love of his life multiple times Abigail Breslin mm-hmm. is distraught that her parents are getting a divorce it's like a lot of the old captain dies but I wasn't too sad about that um yeah it's a lot of heavy stuff I, I gave this a six yeah I think that's fair okay wow this is easy we're really on the same page this time okay just right I think this is well there this was lighter there were still some heavy moments. Your biggest fears. It was fears. still a little depressing. Like, he's injured most of the time. Yeah. Recovering. Also, she's dealing uh. with always being a friend. She thinks, like, she, the whole movie, she's basically like, why would you love me? Like, that's pretty sad. But I do almost wish they had played that up even more. Because she seems very nonchalant about it. 
but I feel like she was actually hurt by it. I wish they played her hurt a little bit more. True. Um, but I guess that made it a little bit more lighthearted, because they could have made it a lot darker. Oh, yeah. That, I gave this an 8, because I just feel like this was a lighter yeah. feel. Nothing nothing too tragic happens. I mean, he literally, like, he's back in the NBA when we That season. Off. They're like, no one's ever come back this fast, and he is already back in the yeah. season. What do you think? I think, what did you say? Eight. An 8. Yeah, an 8's good. Okay. Comedy. Definitely maybe. I mean, I think the only comedy thing about this is Ryan Reynolds. He did have some... Or Abigail Breslin it, had some yeah. funny things. Abigail Breslin, I thought, was the funniest. Mm-hmm. Um, just the way she del- delivers everyone. Yeah. It's funny. Um, I wrote down when he proposed this to Emily. It was kind of funny because he's, like, telling a story about, like, um, how his dad knew his mom was the one yeah. and he starts to get on one knee and she's like I'm not your mom I'm not your mom I'm not your mom <laughs> there were funny that's what I'm saying I thought he was a little funny and then like there were funny moments for sure yeah and I mean Isla Fisher was funny yeah like how she was so into pretending that she was getting proposed to yeah but I wasn't dying like, laughing like there was definitely some funny moments I wasn't dying laughing but I thought Laugh it was out loud, funny I don't know it was more yeah I, I gave seven and a half yeah I was gonna say like a seven what do you want? Seven and a half is fine. Okay. And then Just Right? Just Right. I feel like one of my dislikes was I don't think they gave Queen Latifah enough freedom to do her, like, mm-hmm. funny thing. You know? Because we know she has the comedy chops, but they didn't really give her much comedy except for when she's trash talking at the basketball game. I agree. I said... I said this was only, like, six and a half. I ranked it the same ranking as 27 Dresses. I felt like in 27 Dresses, they didn't lean forward with comedy. It was more, like, plot and romance. And with this one, I agree. Like, I don't think that they led with comedy anywhere. They threw in a couple of chuckles because there is lightheartedness. But it was not comedy forward. And they should have. I would put it lower than 27 Dresses, though. Really? 27 dresses, there were at least a few laugh out mo- out loud moments for me. I wasn't laughing out loud at this movie. Really? I'd say a six for comedy. All right. Half a point lower. All right, I'll do a six. I'll do a six. All right, six. Now, romance. Last category. I think this is tricky because there was i don't there was trickiness with both of these movies because mm-hmm. you didn't really like will and definitely maybe the main character he was annoying the only thing that made me like the romance was isla fisher's acting she was she sold amazing. it to like, me she made me feel the romance but i never got it from him so that i think just right needs to be higher yeah right i mean because Though we did say we don't know if we can forgive Common, but I felt I more I felt more of like a vibe there. But I felt like it was Queen Latifah's choice whether she wants to get back with him or mm-hmm. not. Not ours. Yeah. <laughs> and if that's her romantic story, that's her romantic story. I agree. I, I agree. I think it should be higher. So what are you thinking for these? Um, since I since Common made an unforgivable mistake mm-hmm. and will we hated i think we keep them kind of low seven and a six i'm okay with that yeah. i'm okay okay six for definitely maybe and seven for just right 
All right. This is kind of how I wanted it to go. I don't mean oh to be gosh. biased. Was it close? It was close, okay. Definitely maybe 34.5, just right, 36.5, just right is going forward. I nice. I think I think that's fair. I get more of a romantic yeah. comedy vibe I mean, from it. I was having fun. I think fun. we're going to get some people mad about it because definitely maybe I feel like it's a little bit more of a classic. <sighs> I don't think so. I like, never I like... throw on definitely maybe. And now that I know about Just Right, like now that I've watched it, I'm going to throw this mm-hmm. on. This is a fun one. This is a fun I one. Think, I think definitely maybe is big in the guy community. Like this is a guy rom because of Ryan Reynolds. Maybe. Well, remember our manager, we like sent out who do you think is going to win? Our manager picked definitely me. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. I felt like every guy we talked to had definitely maybe going further. Why that one? That's so. Because men are obsessed with Ryan Reynolds. Interesting. If you're a boy listening, if there happens to be even. Do we even have one single boy listening? <laughs> Please let us know because I'm intrigued by that. I really am. Hmm. Straight man. Because I think the Ryan Reynolds effect only works on straight men. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Don't forget to check out the bracket on our website. The link is in the description. We'll also be posting the final scores. Send us your thoughts on this week's episode at thetropereport at gmail.com. Or check out our Instagram and Twitter at thetropereport, where we post quotes from each episode. Next week, we'll be friends with benefits versus never been kissed. And our special guest will be my friend Gabby. She's coming in backing friends with benefits, which will be interesting because I don't know which one I'm going to be more biased towards here. I don't know if I have a favorite with this. Yeah, We'll see what she has to say. All right, that's it for now. Until next time. Keep Keep it it romantic. romantic.